0: Point God is a production of iHeartRadio.
1: I was I was kind of I was kind of in awe of Kobe Bryant at that time, but we scrimmaged. Game game is tied. Kobe said, "This a bad motherfucker."
0: We back the Point God show by Slick Studios, presented by iHeartRadio. With yours truly, Baron Davis, aka B e. Diddy, aka Boom Dizzle, aka Too Easy. I am the host. I am humbled. This is amazing opportunity. This show is to dive deep into the essence, the originality, the poise, the 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 mind the life of some of my favorite point guards that have ever played the game. And when I say point God, it's God given talent. It is the admiration and the respect for the completion of mind, body and soul to master a game on so many levels. Right. And you guys may like, you know, everybody like who they like. But I like my point guys because my point guys have stories. They transcend. They pioneer. Right. And they keep developing and keep growing. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you all ready for our next guest. I'm ready for our next guest born out of Detroit, Michigan. Let's see if y'all can figure this out. We're going to do it. We're going to run it again. Born out of Detroit, Michigan was four, eight by the time he started high school at Ferndale. That's a clue. I just gave you a clue. One of the first four year starters in his high school history as a senior he averaged 25.7 assists and was named Oakland County's best player. That's another clue. And here's the one here's the clue. There in 1996, there was the McDonald's All American game and it was the round ball classic. Now, the round ball, like the McDonald's, was the big commercial thing, the round ball classic is when you really had the Adidas and the Nike guys and the Reebok and whomever, all the, dude, all the dogs pretty much got invited to the round ball classic because it was like the underground. And in 1996, you had Jamal McGlure there. You had Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. We love you, Kobe. You had the great Rip Hamilton. You had Shaheen Holloway, one of the top point guards in the country. You had my big bro, Jason Hart, one of the top point guards out of California. Tim Thomas, out of of Jersey, probably the number one player in the country. Yes, all these high school All-American juggernauts. And something crazy happened. I think they were, you know, they uh I can't remember where the game was. I believe it was in Detroit. And I love Detroit. You know why? Because Detroit was like, hold on, where the where is the Detroit homies at? And this dude was killing in high school that it was such a commotion. That the, you know the round ball classic was like, you know what? And, and shout out to the round ball classic. They was like, man, it's a local kid that probably don't get the national pub, but he cold, he cold. And Detroit is saying like, yo, he are Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? He the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all see in social media, he, he getting down like, how Sharif Cooper was getting down, he getting down. How 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 Jalen House be getting down, he getting. You know what I mean? All these young dudes that's coming up, you know, he 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 gets down. They let him in the game. I mean, I I, I, I and if you ask me, because I'm a storyteller, I tell you he showed up at halftime. <laughs> but they let him in the game. He showed up the day of the game. Kobe, Rip Hamilton. Jamal McGlure, Tim Thomas, Shaheen Holloway, Jason Hart, Rashad Phillips, who? Everybody in Detroit knew. And boy, oh boy, did he turn it out. I tell you what, he turned it out that he walked away with the MVP. MVP. I just gave up the goods, bro. We can keep going on, but I got to bring this dog, my dog in so we can just get through, you know what I mean? We can get through the college life because we got to talk about the upset. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, a dude that I respect. I respect his mind. I respect, you know, we call him the basketball Yoda, right? He is four or five years out telling you what is going to happen in free agency who should be drafted right i mean as far as a basketball insider you know this is my guy this is all i mean if he don't say it i ain't rolling if he don't stamp it i ain't rolling and that's just the way he played big admiration big love ladies and gentlemen let's welcome rashad phillips point god
1: what's up bd what's up baby (laughs) <laughs> oh, my
0: dog, <laughs> what's hey, happening?
1: Hey, you, hey, you are a storyteller and a half,
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you know, hey, bro, I gotta give you your roses. You feel me? Hey, I'm sitting here
1: like, man, this is a pretty good movie, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, remember you sent it to me? I'm like, yo, it is, it is. <laughs> you know, i i I look at I look at your life like a movie.
1: Yeah it's it's something that i mean just like hearing it like it's crazy to hear it cuz it's like man that's like it sounds scripted almost like yeah. it's it's uh, i mean i i really appreciate those flowers man like that means a lot bro i really appreciate it like, yeah SMB, man you know, let's get
0: into it like talk about that you know what i mean growing up in detroit right yeah. cuz i love detroit you feel yeah. what i'm saying detroit got the swag they got the heart you know what I mean? Yeah. Detroit gotta describe Detroit, right? Yeah. And describe Detroit game and describe your game coming up as a Detroit point guard.
1: Yeah. Detroit is um it's a city, it's a very hard nosed, gritty, survival, respectful, credibility type of place. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you gotta you gotta really you gotta really walk a straight line in Detroit. And you, you get your walk a straight back. line. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you gotta walk a straight line in Detroit. I mean, it's it's so rich in history, um, just not only from a basketball standpoint, but just just from 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 a an economic boost. You know, back mm-hmm. in the day they call it the motor city Right, is because that's where the cars were being built and, and there was a, a huge boost in the economy. So it's a worker city. Right. You know so so everybody, uh, you know, is, is 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 tough-minded, gritty, and it, mm-hmm. it kind of translated into the style of basketball player that was molded from Detroit. You think Got of it. Derek Coleman, uh huh. You know, you, and you think of Steve Smith, yeah. You think of Spencer Haywood, yeah. You, you Chris Webber, mm. you know, like the the, the list goes on. And, and the one thing that all of the Detroit players have. It's one thing that we all have in the same fabric, Jalen Rose, as well, is yeah. that we're all gritty. Yes, there's a, there's a grittiness about a Detroit basketball player. No, no, no matter yeah. who it
0: is, let's just take Chris. Y'all, y'all grow up in the hood, bro. Yeah, <laughs> hey, <ay>, man. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yo, yo, yo. We gotta tap in real quick. We, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors.
1: Yeah, man. I grew up. I grew up on East State Fair in 75. Oh. so if you say that to anybody <laughs> from Detroit East State Fair in 75 they're gonna be like woo you made it out of that yeah you know um I grew up there like my whole my whole entire childhood all the way through high school through college I grew up there and I just felt like as a player I was just a I was very gritty I was very hungry. And there, there was a fire that burned in, that burned inside of me, um, from a, from a little kid, and it's still like nobody could put that fire out. Right. And that was one of the reasons why. And you were
0: small too.
1: I was small. I was small. You know. I like was did small. did they
0: did did you did you hoop like when you was growing up, like. When you started, I mean, because you all pretty much almost had to always be the point guard. Like, did you play yep. with older players? Like, was it a dude, a legend in your hood that you was like, "Yo, I gotta steal what he got." You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yes, that's that's a great question, and and Steve Smith was the person um, that I tried to mimic because Smith. I was able to see him a lot because he went to Detroit Persian. My parents graduated from Detroit Persian. Um, and Steve Smith was an East side legend, you know, and my father had a community center back then. So Steve Smith used to come to my father's community center. So I saw Steve Smith with my own eyes at seven, eight, nine years old working out. And I'm like, so I had, I had the Smitty move. Mm -hmm. I had that in my bag.
0: Hell he was so cold. And he was playing the point. He was playing point at six, seven.
1: He played point. A lot of people forget. Steve Smith played point guard in high school and and a little bit at Michigan. Steve Smith was so good, bro. Oh, my gosh. Like, so good.
0: Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He was was
1: really good, bro. So I got a chance to watch guys like Steve Smith, Chris Weber, um, and then, you know, with Isaiah Thomas playing with the Pistons.
0: Right. As a kid.
1: I was able to idolize and watch Isaiah Thomas as a kid. So those were the kind of guys that I kind of tried to mimic their games and and, and, and kind of build on that.
0: That makes sense, man. Because, like, for me, it's like, like magic. You know, it's like you're a kid, you watching magic, you're winning championships. You're a kid, you watching Isaiah, and Isaiah yeah. is winning championships. Winning. Like, talk about... You know, talk about like you coming up, right? And it's like, man, you got you got uh Jalen Rose, you got well, you yeah. got Steve Smith, you got Isaiah Steve Smith, and then Jalen Rose coming.
1: Chris right Weber.
0: Up, you know, and it's like and then here you come, right? Yeah. What was yeah. that mentality like in, in high school? Like when did it click for you that you 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 love what you do? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think I was, I think it was in my younger days, BD. I played, we had a league called PAL. Um, It was called the the police athletic league that we would play downtown. Uh So I was, uh I was 10 years old and one of my friends on the team was David Weber, which was Chris Weber's younger brother who went on to play at central Michigan. And he was, David was a really good player in his own Mm -hmm. right, you know, David was a year younger than me. Chris Weber used to come to our games every Saturday. Chris Weber wow. was like, he was like 15, 16. So he was kind of, Chris was like a mythic figure. Right. And, you know, and I was able to be around him. So Chris Weber tells me one Saturday, I was averaging like 40 points at 10 years old. Chris Weber comes to me. He's like 16 years old, 15. He's like six, eight. He's huge. I'm like this little bitty kid. And he tells me, You're going to be special. Um, So Chris Webber telling me that I was going to be special at 10 years old. I think that's when I knew I took that. I took that from Chris Webber. He kind of injected that confidence in me and I just ran with it.
0: That's fire, man, because like Chris Webber and and Chris Webber so cool, though, too. Like that yeah. was, <laughs> he's so cool. Now talk about like, you know, high school, come around, you you high school player of the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you getting recruited? Like how, like t- tell me about this damn, uh, magic round ball. Cause I only read about it. Right. Yeah. So I'm back in LA like, damn dude, like this is crazy. <laughs> so I made this whole story up about you, dog. So even before we played you at UCLA, I had this whole mythology about you anyway, <laughs> but well, tell me what I, happened and, 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 yeah. and, you know, and one like player of the year, I think that yeah. was like a pivotal moment in, in, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, going into high school, I was small, you know, I was able to start as a freshman. Um, I had six seniors, but I was kind of bred to play the position. So, um, I, I was able to, you know, help my team win, you know, two district titles and conference titles. By the time my senior year came around, I had grew to like five eight, five nine, but I still wasn't being recruited. You know, BD, back then, yeah. being small was a, a strike against you, yep. and also being a great scorer from the point guard position wasn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, they wanted, you know, because I think we faced this in L.A. too. It was yeah. like they wanted you to play basic ball. Yes. And if you were little, they wanted you to play like Jock Vaughn. Yeah, like pass and get out of the yeah, way. Yeah, like Jock Vaughn. You know, because Jock Vaughn, Doug Gottlieb, all them dudes, right? They were
1: traditional. They were yeah. Kind of traditional. And so like
0: Jay Hart was like really like one of them dudes was like, I got D. And I can get you know what I mean? I can get yeah. busy, but I'm gonna run the team. You know what yes. I mean? He was like a general, but they weren't looking for like little guards that no. it, it 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 you know what it was? It was so many fucking tags, bro. You know what so I mean? Many. He can't do this, he can't do that, he can't and it's like you some of the sorriest dudes, right? And you know, it was like some of the sorriest dudes playing the NBA and, and if, and I always used to think like, imagine if you just had everybody out here who had game, you know what I mean?
1: Right. Right. That, and that, and that's what I kind of, that, that hit me hard, you know, coming out of high school, college coaches wasn't, they were not knocking on my door. It's like, man, he's five, eight, he's a buck 50. Mm-hmm. He can score a ton of points, but that won't work at the division one level. Like they kept telling my father it just won't work. Um, but for me, I just, you know, again, that fire that burned inside of me, me coming from Detroit, I just knew that wherever I was going to go, I was going to make it happen. So this, so here's the story. Yeah, so how so did went, you
0: hear about the round ball?
1: Yeah. So right. I ended up signing to go to university of Detroit, which was cool. Um, okay. a, a college that I loved as a kid. Like I yep. used to watch the universe. U D was like our UCLA in Detroit. Got you know it. Know what I mean? uh-huh. it was like. You know what I mean? Like that, that was yep. our UCLA in Got Detroit. It. So going to U D was a huge accomplishment for our city, Uh-huh. you know, That's big. so, so going there was, was, I was excited about that, but it was crazy that my college coach, Perry Watson, who recruited the fab five
0: yeah.
1: at Michigan, he, he was at university of Detroit at the time and legend. Michigan. Yeah. Legend PW legend. He called me and was like, Hey, um, I think I may be able to uh, get you in the magic round ball classic. And I'm like, yeah. i would like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no way, no way you can get me in this game. Like, I'm like Kobe Bryant and Tim Thomas is playing in this yeah. game. There's no way to play in this game. I'm not like, he's like Mateen Cleaves, who was the number one point guard in the nation in 96.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mike Bibby was number two and Jay Hart was number three. And Shaheen yeah. was not like, they were, one, yeah, two, one, two, three, three four. four. Like yep. Wait, like one, two, three, four, five. It was like the top five point yep. guards in the country, but Mateen got injured. Mm. So they were like, Well, who's the next best point guard in the state of Michigan? And they was like, Well, it's Rashad Phillips, but he's only like five eight. So you know, so it was yeah, like
0: yeah, yeah, here we go. Here we go, right?
1: <laughs> yep. So
0: Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it.
1: So they called me and was like, hey, can you come to practice? Can you practice with us um, to see if you fare? I'm like, to see if I fare? Like, who the hell you think? <laughs> to see if I fare? <laughs>
0: what do you, what do that even mean? Dog? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like,
1: all right. So I go to the first practice, right? I go oh. to the first practice and this is the first time that I meet Kobe Bryant.
0: Okay, mm. so
1: this is—I gotta tell this story, man. Yeah, it's the please. first time I need
0: I, to know this.
1: This is the first time I encountered a great Kobe Bryant. Right? <laughs> okay, so, yes. <laughs> so, so you—you you know, we had Slam magazine. It was magazines back then right. when we were coming out. with no social media, so the Slam and the Street and Smith—that was our Instagram. Yeah, that was our show. Sure. So, if
0: you get in I, punks. I mean it's like your stock going all the way up. Yeah, you know like
1: I mean? and Kobe was everywhere, right? Yeah. Kobe was on every every magazine pictures. I'm looking at pictures of him in high school, like damn, I'm like, damn, is he really six six? He only he only looked six <laughs> four. You know, I'm like, you know, we trying to gauge, like <laughs> Yeah, you trying
0: to measure him <laughs> Yeah.
1: I'm like, uh, he looked like about six right. four, but yeah, man, I walked in the gym. I walked to the gym and everybody was getting dressed and I, I'm walking in, I see Ed Coda, I see uh-huh. Tim Thomas, 6'10, Jamal McCoy.
0: Was... <laughs>
1: Tim Thomas was huge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, damn, man, like these are some big boys dog. so man. So um as we're in the gym, there's double doors at, mm-hmm. at Callahan Hall. And the last dude to walk in was Kobe Bryant. So he bust open the door and he's like walking in line. I'm, and it froze me, bro. <laughs> it froze me. It was the first time that I was froze. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Like Kobe had this glow. Like mm-hmm. he had like this glow. And I'm like, he, he was six six. Yeah. I was like, damn. Like that's him.
0: That's him. You know what I'm saying? And he so, was
1: nice. I was, I was kind of, I was kind Ryan at that time, but we scrimmaged, we got to scrimmage. Um, and as we,
0: scrim- and what was Kobe oh. like back then? Like when he walked in the gym, did he say something? He didn't
1: say nothing to me until the scrimmage. So, so let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> so Kobe never speaks to me, bro. It was uh-huh. like he was so locked in, right? So we doing the three man weaves, and we doing three on three on two, two on one. Kobe's like dunking yeah. it, and sh- like he's moving like Jordan.
0: Yeah, doing his thing,
1: right? So he never says nothing to me, walks right past me, never looks at me. He's he's you know he's like giving everybody else that let's go, and let's go, let's go, let's go, rip. You know him and Rip was cool. Never yeah. said nothing to me. So I'm like, damn, like, he won't even speak to me, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So the, so here we go. We got a scrimmage. So I get, here we I, got. I get in with the second unit, BD. So I, they, they throw me out there, right? And we're down, like, 12. Like, Kobe's torching everybody. Like, we're down, like, 12. Yeah. And they, like, they sub me in. And I get in. We're down, like, 12. We just scrimmages. But they had, like, the they was keeping the score. We're down, like, 12, 10 or 12. Kobe stays in. He's like, I'm in. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. Right. So he stays in against the second unit.
0: He got something against you. I'm like, bro. what the hell, yeah.
1: bro? So, so, um, we get the plan. I get this. I get the boogie in. Right. I'm, I'm, I, I get the boogie. I'm coming off the ball screen. They trying to trap me. I'm splitting it. I'm throwing the Jamal McGlure. Huh. <laughs> I hit the deep three. I, I give it a do. I get like a little crossover, little heavy. Oh yeah, yeah, a sick Got cross. cross with the pool, right? Game yeah. game is tied. Kobe say this a bad motherfucker.
0: <laughs> As he should. <laughs> As he should.
1: <laughs> he say he he, he, he he points down, he say, "Hey, yo. Yo. This motherfucker bad. Yo, guard him. <laughs> and from then on, the respect was there.
0: Yeah. But Kobe, Kobe was that's that type of dude
1: where you had to earn his respect.
0: Nah, that's the type for of dude sure. he was. Yeah. Nah, for sure. You know? Yeah, he 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 wanted to fade. Like he he wanted. To me, like Kobe just had like a bone. He he just wanted to pick a bone with everybody. You know what I mean? Yes. And it was almost like, you know, it was almost like this this bully mentality. You know what I mean? Like this bully mentality. People don't see it. Like you in order to be great, you gotta be a bully. You know what I mean? You gotta be over aggressive. And it's like but when they come. And, and you get to wiggling and you get to mixing, you know? He was like, oh, okay. like, okay, Let me reassess my yeah. bully. Like, okay, dude, really? dude, nice, you know? So
1: that, right. that moment right there for me was a turning point in my career mm. because the number one player in the country that skipped college to go pro had basically validated me in front of everybody. And and that's when I knew that I belong.
0: That's what's up. And then we get to the game. So this is crazy, though. So, so what was game day like? So, so so was it? So so obviously you made the team, yeah.
1: right? So I made the team. So I, I gotta give love to Jason Hart. Okay. So this is how Ooh. it happened, though. I, I I really
0: shout out Jay Heater.
1: I I I truly believe that. Jason Hart is the reason why I had the game that I had. So I'm going to break it down. Mm-hmm. So the day of the game, um, I still don't know if I'm playing, BD. So they called me early in the morning. The wow. game was like at 1 o'clock, right? So they they mm-hmm. they I, I was staying in the hotel with the team, so I got to hang out with the fellas. That's how we all got cool. But they still didn't know if I was going to play. So it's like 9 o'clock in the morning. They go to shoot around. I didn't participate in shoot around. So I'm like, damn, I'm not going to play. But I'm like, my family, all of Detroit want to come to the game. And mm-hmm. so it's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. We going on a bus to the to the Palace of Auburn Hills. They still haven't told me I'm playing. I feel like I'm just like a walk on. Like, yeah. Like, but you, what, do you like, get you got gear, though. I got my, I got, like, I'm just like, but they, they haven't told me nothing. So I'm like, damn, like. Like bro, I don't want to just sit on the side. Yeah. So we get to the arena, and the dudes are getting dressed, and the coach says, "Like, hold up, real quick, hold up, not yet." I'm like, so I'm not gonna play. So I'm like, damn. So mm. he come back. So they run out to go into the layup line. BD. Yeah. They go out. I hear the roar. I hear the roar
0: of the crowd. That's, that's fucking whack. No,
1: this is a true story, bro. That's crazy. They go out. Jason Hart like, no, nah, bro, you playing. He like, I'm making sure that you going to play. Um, me and Jay Hart established a great friendship over that four days. He like, you going to play. And I'm like. How he got how he know if I'm gonna play, right? Yeah, he the same bro. age as me. Yeah, he got no ball,
0: But he, Jay ain't going for none of that. <laughs>
1: they was like, you playing, bro. So they go out in the, the, they go out and I can hear the roar from the tunnel, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like looking through the tunnel, like, damn, like I'm mad, like I'm hurt. The coach come running through the tunnel. He like, get dressed, you playing. And I was like, okay. And he was like, and 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 you're starting too. Like mm. out of the so I'm I hurry up and get dressed.
0: That's crazy.
1: I don't have any I don't have any shoes. I didn't have the game shoes cuz they didn't give me the game shoes. I was wearing my own shoes through the practice. They didn't give me like the Adidas shoes and ah, all that.
0: that's fucked up.
1: So the so the coach runs in like what size you wear? I said I wear, I wear 10 and a half. He said all we got is 11 and a half. <laughs> yeah. So- <laughs> Threw me the shoes, BD, a <laughs> minute and a half. Threw me the shoes, shoes big as hell. You... If you go back to the film on YouTube, my feet I look ain't big. Down. I'm about to pull that shit up on <laughs>
0: Yo,
1: BD, I got these big ass clown Adidas on. I got like four pairs of socks because the shoes were so big. My. Mateen Cleaves giving me his jersey because he's not playing. So Mateen was a big dude. Oh my god, too big. Uh, They put put tape on the back. They put tape on the back, and they throw me these big ass shorts. So I'm out there (laughs) with these big ass shorts, these big ass shoes, tape on my back, and I'm starting. (laughs) I can't make this shit up.
0: Oh, I'm fucking crying, dog. That no. is fucking. That is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it was like, bro, like
1: I'm about to go out here and lay an egg. My shoes too big. Okay. <laughs> I can't slide with Shaheen Holloway with these big ass shoes on.
0: Hey, dude, hey, you, you in a shoe? That's a, that's a foot. That's a foot too big. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was 11 and a half. I wear 10 and a half.
0: Oh my God.
1: And these Adidas were like big as hell. They were like big-ass clown did, shoes. Yeah. So I'm like,
0: yeah, they was like boats, and they was heavy. Too. It was
1: heavy as hell. <laughs> so, you know, the game gets going though, BD, and my adrenaline kicked in. When uh and and when I started, I found out that Jason Hart was the person who said, let him start in front of me, mm. because this is his hometown. So I've always been forever indebted to Jay Hart. Shout out to Jay because big bro. Because he moved over so I can play in front of my hometown.
0: That's huge. Another point, God. Yes. Another point, God. And, and, And to me, this show is all about, like, those stories. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, your story as, you know, um... How do I say it, man? It's like you're so authentic, right? It's such an authentic story, right? Um, And you're such an opportunist, right? Can you just, like, just from a point guard perspective, talk about when opportunity presents itself yeah. What does a point God need to be ready for, right? Because you got on 11-and-a-half shoes, you wear 10-and-a-half. You got on Mateen Cleaves' jersey, he built like a damn football player. Right. You know what I mean? He's 6'3", you 5'8", 5'9". Right. You got his shorts on, and you know Mateen Cleaves' goddamn got a waist like Buster Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Mateen got a big ass I was like, he, he got the big shorts. <laughs> You know, talk it, about that, man, and 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 before we before we close this first part, this first part yeah. episode with Rashad, I want I want to talk. I want I want to end on you giving so, knowledge.
1: Yeah. So, when the opportunity presented itself for me, Baron, I saw, I saw my life flash before me right before that starting lineup. I saw, like a movie, it flashed to my childhood of saying Isaiah Thomas counting down five, four, three, two, one, hitting the game-winning shot. It flashed to me spending long hours in the gym with my pops. I I saw the moment that this was the opportunity for me to show the world. I felt like the world was watching me At that moment. So there was no way that I was going to allow any situation to take away that opportunity for me. I wasn't going to allow it to happen. My shoes was too big. I had every excuse to fail. I had every excuse to fail, but I had one reason to succeed. Mm. And I went on and won the MVP of the game. And my team won the game. And at the end of the game, Kobe Bryant gave an interview to Dick Vitale and said that I don't even want to talk about me. Like this game shows that people like Rashad Phillips, they're out there. And it makes us it's a reality check to guys like myself who are in the lights and a guy like Rashad, who's in the dark. When you put him under the lights, he's just as good as everybody out here. And that for me was all that I needed to push forward
0: mm amazing <laughs> man couldn't have said it better ladies and gentlemen guess what we'll be back with part two of the point god rashad phillips because there's more this is just the story next part is the legacy thank y'all for tuning in